Shmuel Aleph Paraches Pasuk Yedalet. Shmuel Hanavi is telling all of Klal Yisrael, not just the elders who came to him to request a king, but all of Klal Yisrael, about the burdens that there are going to be if you insist on having a king for yourself. And your best fields and vineyards and olive groves, all of them, all of the best ones he's going to take, and he's going to give them to his servants. And the Rambam and Hilchus Malachim actually paskins like this. He says from here we can see that the king can take the yield of the fields, the fruits of the vineyards, not the land and the vineyards themselves, we will see that later in the story of Ahav trying to take the entire vineyard away um, from his neighbor uh, and ending up killing him. Um, but he can take the fruits of the fields away. He can also use um, private property as a thoroughfare, as a pathway for himself and for his armies. And he can dismantle fences that are in his way, uh, as we learn in Hilchas Malachim. Um, and so, uh, terrible things can happen to your private property if the king expropriates either the yield or some people say he can even take the land for the use of his soldiers. Not an inherited field like the story of Achav and Novos, the owner of the vineyard that he eventually took by hook or by crook. But nevertheless, the uh, commentaries are united in the idea that the king is going to do everything he wishes for himself with the private property of the people. And we know back in Sefer Shoftim that one of the reasons the people grew lax in some of their avodah was because they were so into their own private property. Devorah in her shira talks about the tribes, Ruvain, uh, Usher, some of the other tribes who were so busy with their own private property and business that they couldn't be bothered to come and save Klal Yisrael. So the Jews take their property very seriously. And so Shmuel is talking in a language that the people definitely understand. He's going to take your stuff. And he will tithe your seeds and your vineyards. Apparently, it is the king's right to take one-tenth of all the seeds, the trees, the animals. And and he will give it to his ministers and to his servants. So again, there's two opinions in Chazal. Some say that this is a king who's going to abuse his rights. And he's going to take everything. He's going to take their crops, their children, their animals, everything to give to his favorites. Uh, there is no merit system in this situation. Furthermore, And your servants, and your female servants, your maidservants, And your best chosen young men, Hatovim, the best ones, and your donkeys, he will take all of these, and he will put them to work for himself. So you're going to be giving up a lot if you continue to demand this king. He will tithe, he will take a tenth of your sheep, so the people are going to become servants to him. You are servants to your own king that you demanded, that you needed one. And this happened in nations all around the world, certainly in ancient times. Uh, and on that day, you will cry out because of the king that you chose for yourselves. When you cry out 
under the weight of this burden of monarchy that you chose for yourselves, and Hashem will not answer you on that day, even if you appeal to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is a question also, since Klai Yisrael isn't showing a whole lot of bitachon. But the people refused to listen to Shmuel Hanavi, despite the fact that he had clearly just received a message from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that he was giving them the straight information of how hard it was going to be. And they said no. Ki im only a king must be over us. The word ki can mean only or, or but, but we need a king. No matter what you said, despite all the hardships, they felt that somehow a king would spare them from greater hardships for the enemies of the Jewish people. Chaf, and they continued, oh, and they repeated it and they made it worse. And then we too will be like all the other nations, which is exactly the wrong thing that they are supposed to say. And our king will judge us, will lead us out into war, and fight our battles. They rejected his true and dire predictions of what a king would do to abuse them. And they said, no, that's not the kind of king we want. We want a king who will serve us, who will judge us and lead us out into battle. Now, actually, this is the true purpose. Inadvertently, they were landing exactly on the true person of a king of Klal Yisrael, that all his actions have to be L'Shem Shamayim, and he has to fill the world with faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu and justice, break the power of the wicked, fight the battles, but for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they're thinking selfishly, And Shmuel heard everything that the words of the people said, and he told them to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now HaKadosh Baruch Hu surely heard and knew exactly what they had just said, but he is relaying the people's reply and asking him, what do I say back? So ending up, So Hashem said, they're going to take out the rope and hang themselves, do as they say. Listen to their voice. And crown for them a king. For them a king. Not the king that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was going to choose, which was from Shevet Yehuda. But Lohem, crowned for them the king that they're asking for. And so Shmuel told the people, every man go back to your city. He sent them home. Now he's waiting for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to show him who to designate as a king. So he sends them home so that they can't get involved in the choice, which is funny because we live in a very democratic society and we consider that to be the highest form of government. The people should get to choose. We should have a vote. We should have debates. We should have the entire procedure. But this is a king of Klal Yisrael of the Am Hashem. And it would not be suitable for the king for the people to just go around and kind of make a popularity contest, be the reason for a king. Or might makes right somebody who is going to use power over other people to force them to make him a king. Rather, it has to be somebody that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to choose. And in fact, the person he will choose, Shaul, uh, the Malbim points out, and also a, a, uh, a mimer called the, Yad, the Yud Ma'amoros points out Sha'ul means loaned or borrowed. Uh, he is going to be a temporarily loaned king. They asked him properly. Uh, the, Yad, the Yud Ma'amoros points out that Pesel Micho was still among them. So the king they got was a temporary king. They didn't get the full-time king. He is waiting for another two years. And it's going to be a lot of suffering and a lot of travails before we are going to get to that king.